We're back with another Trendy Tuesday, and I'm your host, Chase Baker, bringing you the best trends east and west of the St. John's River. If this is your first episode with us, we'd like to start out with an overview of stock pops and drops of the last week, and then dive into three trends that are important to know. First, big news for India. They were the first country to land a spacecraft on the moon's south pole which is a big deal because they now have the world's largest population and are starting to take an even larger presence on the global stage as China struggles economically and it's making some unsavory geopolitical decisions. Now for our pops and drops of the last week, Amazon had a spike after it had a nice looking forecast and it had double digit sales growth. Its revenue popped 11% last quarter and its advertisement business has held on to one of its fastest growing business units. Now drops, we saw, surprise, surprise, Peloton dropping even further because the at-home spin company had an even larger loss than it predicted. And what once was a pandemic prince is now a dunce. People aren't using their discretionary spend on buying another Peloton bike. They're going to Europe and people are over staying at home to work out. Gyms are back and Peloton was a fad, not a trend. Now, speaking of former pandemic winners, that leads us right into our trends. Our first trend, the Zoom boom, has been slowing down, but they're trying to pivot to make the most of their market. For our second trend, dicks have a shrinkage problem. And yes, that was politically correct to say, because those are all business terms. Dick Sporting Goods, the retail giant, is suffering from shrinkage, which is the business term for loss of inventory, and it's caused by a number of factors, such as employee theft, shoplifting, administrative errors, vendor fraud, damages, or cashier errors. And Dick's isn't the only one having a shrinkage problem. And for our third and final trend, Denmark's drug maker is now worth more than Denmark. Because obesity is a global problem, and Novo Nordisk's Ozempic drug and Wegovi are providing a local solution to it. All right, let's jump in. For first trend, Zoom, the video conference icon, recently just beat their quarterly expectation and bumped up its annual forecast. However, its growth is much slower than it was in the pandemic, which is not a surprise because nothing gives you a tailwind like a global pandemic when you're a video conferencing company. And ironically, Zoom has changed their work from home policy to require all employees within a 50 mile radius of the office now must come in twice a week. Now, why might they be doing that? Well, for one thing, being complete remote, since Zoom has gone remote, they haven't really released any new products or services that have helped them grow now the pandemic boom is over. But I like some of the decisions they're making. Bringing people back to the office is not an easy decision. And back in February, Zoom had to lay off 15% of its company, which comes out to about 1,300 people. And the CEO took a 98% pay cut. So what's the trend with the Zoom? Is the Zoom boom over or will it ever come back? Especially when you have competitors out there like Microsoft's Teams who can eat its breakfast, lunch, and dinner because it has a built-in video conferencing software built in to Windows platform. I think the trend is Zoom is making the right moves, but they need to develop some better products or services or they're trending down and they'll never come back up. Despite them beating expectations and having a positive cash flow and earnings, they've become more of a feature than a company. And I think as more companies review their budgets and try to tie in and find savings, they'll see they're paying for Slack, Teams, and Zoom and realize they can cut one of those out and it's probably gonna be Zoom. So if you're upset you missed Zoom's growth during the pandemic, don't be. Their entire company is a feature that Microsoft's one product has and I would buy more stock in Microsoft than it was. Four second trend, don't send me HR because I'm just talking business. Dix has shrinkage and so does Walmart, Target, Macy's and other retailers out there. Recently, they just cut their full year forecast because they reported a 23% drop in profit and blamed it on an inventory glut and an increase in theft. 
Now, Walmart also reported this issue and they have a shrinkage rate of about 1.86%, which is about $5.4 billion, which is enormous. And like we mentioned in the intro, shrinkage is a combination of shoplifting, employee theft, vendor fraud, Target as well, they have a 1.5% rate of shrinkage and it comes out to $2.7 billion for them. And Macy's, while smaller, has a 1.3% rate of shrinkage and that comes out to about $900 million. Now, why is that a big deal? Well, shrinkage can reduce the amount of inventory available for sale, which can lead to lost revenue, lower customer satisfaction, and as a whole in the market, it's on the rise, which hurts the top line and bottom line as we've seen for these retailers. Now, typically shrinkage is a function mostly attributed to shoplifting and organized retail crime which accounts for about 36% of it. So what's the trend here? Shrinkage is up and we think it will remain high because inflation and the buying power that Americans have with their earnings are hurting consumers. And we think retailers will continue to have this problem unless they make investments in technology such as smart cameras, RFID tags, and checkout systems with more accountability. But until then, shrinkage will keep growing. For our third and final trend, Denmark's drug maker Novo Nordisk has had such insane growth, its market value is now worth more than the entire GDP of the country, Denmark. And its sales are so large in the US, it's caused Denmark's central bank to lower interest rates to maintain a steady exchange rate, which is crazy. Now, why have they had this insane growth? Well, it's because of two weight loss drugs and the prevalence of diabetes and obesity is rising globally. It's not just an American problem, although it is bad in America. There's over 420 million people with diabetes and 650 million people who are obese worldwide, which is almost double the American population. Now, Novo Nordisk's Wegovy is a weekly injection that mimics a natural hormone to help its patients lose weight and got FDA approval in June of this year. Now, Novo Nordisk has also developed Ozempic and Ribelsus to help lower blood sugar levels and reduce the risk of heart attack, especially with people with type 2 diabetes. Now, this problem that Novo is solving will probably influence other healthcare's and companies that compete in that space to try to manufacture a similar drug and capture that enormous diabetes and obese market. So don't expect Eli Lilly or Johnson Johnson to sit down. Now, what's the trend here? I think this pharma pop is big and I think it has more growth potential in the future, but sometimes big pops can lead to even bigger drops because if this drug has any negative side effect that triggers a class action lawsuit, it could wipe out the company. So we here at Trendy think Novo Nordisk is gonna keep trending up because they're solving one of healthcare's largest problems. And being a first mover has its perks, but it also has its downside. And they'll be the first ones to learn the adverse effects this drug could have and the consequences that go with it. Now for the takeout portion of the show. For first trend, Zoom has had massive growth since the pandemic, but its relevance will be dependent on its ability to innovate and adapt to the hybrid world we are shifting to. So that trend is still to be determined. For second trend, shrinkage is growing, especially among retailers. And we don't think it's a coincidence that we've had record inflation over the last few years, driving prices up, and while wages have continued to rise, the pricing power that the dollar used to have isn't going as far as it used to because the largest expense you'll ever have is still sky high, which is housing. And when the consumer hurts, retail hurts first. So when you look at a retailer to potentially invest in, whether it's Walmart, Target, Macy's, or Dick's, look at how they're managing their shrinkage because that'll give you an idea of the health of the consumer 
and how effective their management is because retail is all about the detail. And for our third and final trend, Novo Nordisk has had enormous growth, but when something grows like a weed, it probably is one. And using drugs to fix a lifestyle problem is not a real. And I personally cannot condone investing in a company like this for the same reason I'd never buy shares of Altria, the drug and cigarette producer. Its market may be huge and its growth may be huge, but I'd rather put my money in a company like Snowflake, which is storing company's data more efficiently than I would a drug company. But despite my bias, I still think they're gonna be trending up. They have huge upside, but they also have a large downside. And like I say, every episode, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm a 29 year old who lives in Jacksonville and I just caught my grill on fire a couple weeks ago. So I make bad calls too every now and then. Regardless, we hope you enjoyed another episode of Trendy and we hope these gave you some good perspective to think about until next week to welcome you back from a lovely Labor Day weekend. I'm your host, Chase. Thanks for listening.